Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to episode three of It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. Oh, I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti, and we are the Russian sisters. We sure are. <laughs> Today, we think we are. <laughs> it's been a week. Thank you for tuning in. You are all so awesome, and we're still figuring out the sound system, so we appreciate you bearing with us um, as we deal with echoes and microphones and all sorts of things. We are having so much fun with you guys, totally. and we hope that you are too. And I wanted to let you know that we've been like watching how many downloads we have of our podcast, and um, it's really exciting seeing the numbers go up. Oh, and- yeah. Keep doing it too. Share with your friends. Yeah. Let them let them know that there are some crazy Russian sisters that people should tune into. Yeah. Yeah. And we're grateful for it every day. When we hit two, we were like, oh, my God, we have two. Well, pe- th- those were our two. Well, and they weren't even our parents. No. At that point. It was yet. you and me literally like <laughs> downloading it and subscribing to our own podcast. I think so. And we were like, woo, we got two. <laughs> and then our parents um, yes. listened in. And then. Yeah, that um, was a little that was a little scary, but it, it went well. And then you guys did, too. So thank you. Yeah. We're very appreciative. Uh, today, it's a why bother doing your hair today? It's so windy here in Denver area. I mean, I did do my hair, but I, I suppose you're right. It probably, <laughs> this is why I'm planning to not go anywhere. Actually, I do have to go somewhere, but I don't really want to go anywhere because of the wind. It is. As soon as you Just step outside, quick, it's like... Quick side note on that, too. Um, I happened to be outside earlier today. And it was really, really calm, and I decided to just say a quick hello to um, the husband who has passed, and I was like, I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you, and no joke, the wind picked up like crazy and got like super cold and then died down, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go now. It was an (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Like, no. It was really funny. I was like, thanks, babe. Love you. (laughs) All right. Well, do you know where it's five o'clock right now? You're going to tell me. Well, it's not five o'clock here, but it's five o'clock somewhere. Mm. So today we're going to toast the people in Brisbane, Mm. Sydney, and Melbourne, Australia, because it's in the five o'clock hour there. I'll be at 5 a.m. Yeah. That kind of cracks me up that it's a.m. I mean, we toast to to p.m., but we'll also toast to a.m. Then we're toasting Buenos Aires. Mm, That's true. And also, I suppose if you're on a cruise heading to London and you're in the Celtic Sea, it could be five o'clock for you, too. Yeah. I hope the waters aren't choppy for you. Cheers, mates. Cheers. Today we're toasting with Love Noir. It's a 2017 satin red yeah, from I haven't tried California. It Do Not you bad. like it? It's good. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. She likes it. It is. It's great. She's like Mikey. It's perfect for this week's theme, too. What is this week's theme? Uh, Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day for those 
chicas. Is there one? Is it Valentine Manentine's Day for men who are single? Like you do Galentine's for single women. Is it Manentine's Day for? I think the men holiday is Super Bowl. Oh, they probably don't care. They if just they have don't. Valentine's they don't day. get yeah. together for. They probably think it is a stupid day anyway. Mm-hmm. They like don't get each other people. flowers and chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> probably not whiskey. They're for their bromance. Whiskey and cigars. Oh, there you go. That's more appropriate. Although I would do whiskey and cigars. <laughs> well, probably not whiskey, but I would do cigars. <laughs> Just keep devolving. <laughs> Just keep going. You'll get I, to what you would do for your own Valentine's Day, which is my day by myself. Don't yeah. be surprised. Like you're like, where's Anna today? She's at home with some love noir and a and a cigar and a cigar by herself. Oh, that rhymes. Love noir with a cigar. I'm a rhyming woman. you're amazing yeah cheers to you thanks cheers to ricky we have a follow-up gosh rickerford rocked it from last week we were like putting our um fingers crossing we were crossing our fingers (laughs) for him because he had a a little early for the stw joke of the day (laughs) (laughs) we're not even there yet in our program time's up guys gotta go um but ricky had his auditions this week. Uh, the musical for his school mm. is Sister Act. And drum, you can't hear the drums, no. but why don't you tell everyone um, what oh, happened? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ricky totally nailed it and got the male lead. Woo, woo, woo. Congratulations. Yeah, he's Cheers Officer to Joe. Eddie. No. Eddie. Eddie. Obviously, <laughs> I've seen Sister Act recently. I don't know why I would think Officer Joe... But anyway, Officer Eddie, uh, male lead, goes to Rickerford. So yeah. excited. His Can't name wait. is going to be listed second, second on the playbill. Yes. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty phenomenal. Can't wait for it. We're going to cheers to him, too. We're also really excited that that's happening. So we're Eastern Orthodox, and um, the school's going to be um, featuring the musical during Live Holy Week. stream. Holy Week. Yeah. We like when that happens. Like that's, when schools are like Orthodox. Yeah, but what's, you know, like Great Friday. That's what it is. It, yeah, it's, no, for other people who are like, what is Holy Week? It's like the week that we do a whole yeah. bunch of stuff, but it's like for Great Friday. It'd be We're just like doing a different time. If you had this thing on your Great Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or Ash Wednesday. That's Those are important days too. Yeah. But no, this is our Holy Week. <laughs> and it reminds me of like when our schools, when we were growing up, they would have prom on Holy Friday or Holy Saturday and we could never go. Yeah. Because oh. we had to go to church. Which no, I missed my prom because I was at your college graduation. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah, we have a friend. Hey, Miriam. She um, went to prom and then came to church. In her Did prom she dress. really? Mm-hmm. That is hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. It's what you do when you're Orthodox and people don't. You like, have to double up. They're... You go to church in your soccer uniform to then leave right after to go play soccer. Although oh. we weren't allowed to play soccer on Sundays. but on Sundays. Yeah, but that's kind of what you do. Yeah. There was one year that I actually worked a shift when I was a massage therapist and it got done around like 9, 9.30 and then I went home, quickly changed and then went to church for Easter. That was a really rough year. I was like, I'll never do that again. That's dedication. But it's what we do. That's what we do. (laughs) Yeah. We not only love our religion, um, but we're like priest kids. So it's kind of what we do. Oh, wait. Did we disclose that? No, I don't think so. Oh, but we are. By the way, our dad's a priest, in case you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. for those who are just um, tuning in, 
Ann and I are Russian sisters, biologically from the same parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of Russian descent. Of Russian descent. Which is why we're called the Russian sisters. A couple cousins, domestic partners. We actually did that to get our Costco membership for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I broke there. off. I broke off. I broke up the domestic partnership. She did. She yeah. went and got married. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. Um, this week, I have to tell you a couple of funny things that happened to me. Um, oh, do tell. I mean, is it? Are you okay now that you like no getting lost in in crazy hospital hallways where you couldn't find the exit? We're okay. Like, I'm. Have you have you recovered from that? I have. Oh, good. Thank okay. you for checking in on me. Yeah, I still want that security tape. <laughs> if they'll give that to me. Uh, but yeah, I got I worked through that trauma because I had to go focus on some other things this week. So a few months ago, I had to replace my Nalgene water bottle. Mm. It was just, it was years old and getting really gross. And so I went to the store and I bought this really cool, bright pink water bottle thinking, mm. I'm not going to lose this thing. It's really easy. Like the color is it so is bright. bright. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. And it's not like a hot pink. It's like a just bright pink. Anyway, so hmm. I... <laughs> Because I think it's bottle. hot pink. I can't, apparently don't know. No, okay. it's just very bright. It is so a bright I won't pink. Lose it. Yeah. And I was at work the other day and I like bring this water bottle around with me when I go to have meetings or um, I'm consulting with teachers, whatever the case may be. And I realized, so it's a pink water bottle and it has this clear part at the top that screws off. So you could put like ice in the water bottle. Mm-hmm. And then the very tip of it is that same pink color. Yeah. Okay, this might be hard to describe, but I'm going to try my best. So I was in a meeting the other day, and I bring my pink water bottle with me, and I unscrew the pink top, and I'm taking a sip of it, of the water bottle, from the water bottle, um, in front of these teachers, and I have this horrific feeling, like, drop in my tummy as I'm observing myself drinking from this pink water bottle, that it looks like I'm drinking from a boob. Oh, my God. It's so awful. I was like, I was horrified because I'm around all these teachers. Like, you know, I think oh my they God. have support groups for that to help you. <laughs> and once you see that, I think there are some therapists who could help you, you cannot, work through that. I know it's so Freudian. I was like, this is so awful. And then I realized I can't unsee that. No, and neither can anyone else who's in the room with you. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. How can they take you seriously right now? And what do you do at work? Let's remind everyone what you do at work. I'm a school counselor in a middle school. <laughs> so Drinks it's not... a boob water bottle. <laughs> it's not ridiculous to be thinking that a lot of the things, you know, jokes or whatever, I, I immediately go to the gutter because I work in a middle school and everything is potty. Oh, you like have to potty. have that kind of humor. Everything is potty humor. Of course. <laughs> So now I'm thinking I have to go get the blue water bottle, which oh I may lose. Wait. Can we find like a different shape water bottle? Because who knows what's going to happen once you start drinking from the blue one? What I don't even know. I need help. Yeah, <laughs> you know need- what's great? Um, and is I keep walking past the the thermo flasks at Costco. Like I should probably invest in a couple more. So we'll go get you. We'll go get you one of those. Those are like muted black and blue. Yeah, that's gray right. Color. Yeah. So That's you probably won't, hopefully people will think you're more normal. Like you hike and you're like really athletic, <laughs> not she goes home and drinks from a boob uh, yeah, to deal with her counseling of sixth graders. Mm-hmm. That's so awkward. <laughs> it's very oh, awkward. Boy. 
Oh. And then my favorite is the nephew. Like every time I bring that pink water oh, he bottle, he loves <laughs> drinking from that. He loves this water bottle. Mm-hmm. And so when as soon well, as any I'm water done, bottle really, but yes, when well, he because, sees the yeah. bright pink one, he's like, "I'm in." He's like, "Well, it's like a water bottle that belongs to someone else." He's like, "I have to have that too." Yeah. And then it just cracks me up when I finish drinking from this pink yeah. water bottle, and he's like, "I want it," and I'm like, "Oh boy." Well, yeah, it's a little weird because now I'm have like, great, you imagine that my son is drinking from a boob when it's he drinks weird. from your pink water bottle. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. So that's one of the funny things that happened to me this week. Oh, that's good. You want to know another funny thing yeah. that happened to me? Of course. Um, well, you and I went shopping. Well, which day? Um, We went shopping to Costco. And we did. I bought a sweater because I buy some of my clothes yeah, from there. I'm going to write down Costco because we're going to that to maybe they'll want to sponsor us someday yeah. we I, we've spent a lot of time at costco during quarantine totally um and i have to say i picked up a lot of my wardrobe from mm. there because i don't want to go anywhere else and i don't like buying clothes online and then having them get sent to you and they're like 18 sizes too small so i just yeah. like to like gauge what size i am at the costco clothing department yeah so i bought a sweater but i recall we also bought milk for you we we did. We did. I like getting the whole milk at Costco. You know, the bulk, right? The kid goes through it a lot. Yeah. Buddy the kid, he goes through a lot of milk. And we put it in the back of my car. We did. We put it in the back seat of my car. The location. Well, you took the cart. And I you're did. like, hey, I'm going to see you soon. And we I drove said, separately. Great. Yeah. I figured we're going we're gonna to meet up at this other store. Well, I'll just take yeah. all the stuff. And at the other store, we parked literally one in front of the other. Yeah, so it would have been really easy for me to remember to put the milk in your mm-hmm. car when we got yeah. there. But that is not what happened. No. And I kind of, I'm like, I feel like I'm rubbing off on you because I have the worst memory right now. I've had the worst memory for the last few months. And I feel like I'm kind of rubbing off on you with that. They say elephants have really good memories. I'm not an elephant. You make really good elephant noises, though, for I'm really Buddy good the at kid. that. That's you another... Do. It's another thing we yeah, can add. Yeah, but to anyway, continue about the milk. That's right. It was in the back of your car. <laughs> so we put it in the back seat of my car mm-hmm. with my sweater and some paper face masks for church. And uh, then I, we went, met up at the store, mm-hmm. completely forgot to put it in your car. Yeah. And then we ran our errands there and then went our separate ways. Yeah, for the next couple of days. Yeah. And then um, either the next day or the day after, I came over for dinner. Right. And you said, hey, um, do you have my milk? And I was like, what milk? <laughs> um, I was like, milk, was I supposed to buy like a little gallon of milk? What the hell kind of milk is she talking about? She's looking at me like the milk, the, the milk we bought at Costco. <gasps> and I went like, oh my God. Yeah. It's it still true. in the back of my car. With the sweater. <laughs> With the sweater. <laughs> the funniest thing for me about this is earlier that day, I went and picked up the nephew from daycare and put him in his seat in the back seat <laughs> and didn't even notice the milk. <laughs> didn't even realize it was there with the sweater. It was just a teaser for him. Like, uh, oh, <laughs> just buckled him in his seat. Like, no, no, no. You have fun at daycare. Ha ha ha. Let's go to your house and hang out and have dinner. And and then I was mortified. And then we had to throw the milk away because it yeah. had like been in the car and sat in the sun. You just sun. can't tell I mean, it was cold, but in the cars can heat up so quickly just when they're sitting in the sun and we couldn't tell. So we just decided it was better to pass on that. Get yeah. some fresh. I just had to swallow the cost of that. The yeah, milk. The two ninety nine. Just kidding. 
It was more than two ninety nine. <laughs> I have the receipt. Yeah, still, that's a busy kind of fun week for you. Yeah, I have more, but I want to hear from you. Oh, my week was not as funny. Um, updates: my eye is doing better. I had um, a couple students this week who kind of just cocked their head to the side a little bit and were like, "Something's funny about you." <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I know it's just a bruise, and, and it's actually- not just the eye, <laughs> <laughs> right?" Like, thanks, thanks for calling me out. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I had one student who could not do anything I asked him to do because he um, had to give me medical advice. And he was like, mm, I really feel like after you work with me, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I did go to the doctor. And he's like, mm, I'm not I'm not so sure. That looks really bad. I mean, it's bleeding. You have blood on your eye. It's <laughs> like, yes, yes, I do. It's called a bruise. And he was like, mm, again, I really think you need to go seek some medical attention. He's fourth grade. I was like, oh, that's great. He's like eight um, years old. Yeah, no. I was like, are you just trying to get out of doing what I'm asking you to? But so, yeah, no, my week. What did I say? Oh, I got um, I got my second shot of the vaccine. Yay. Woot. Um, horrible. Right. Like it, I just had the same reaction that I guess everyone does. So I'm glad I at least don't stand out on that one. Horrible. Um, how? Oh, well, well, I guess I guess people, I was not paying attention to the fact that there's even a reaction to the second shot. I had kind of heard that some people feel ill, but not really anything specific. Um, but it does feel like the flu it aches, hot flashes, cold flashes. So um, kind of farmed out the kid for a little bit because I was like, this does not feel very good at all. Um, but luckily it lasted about a day. And then after that, I started to feel better. Oh, that's good. And yeah. That doesn't sound like very much fun during. No, no. And in fact, um, our mom was mentioning how a good friend of hers, whose son is a fireman, all of them in his um, station, I guess, his fire station, they all got the second shot together. Probably poor planning on, poor planning, poor planning, poor planning um, for their administration because all of them had to call out the next <gasps> day. No way. Yeah. Well, so. I've heard for some people it happens this way where you have this really bad reaction and some people are like, not so much, totally I guess. Fine. Yeah, I was not one of those. So, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I did have to reach out to Anna at one point and ask her to check in on me because I was putting some dishes away and I grabbed, I have, um, you know, a dish drain where after I've hand washed some dishes, I let them dry and I grabbed a bunch of utensils out of the little utensil bin and started putting them away and then I realized that I had a knife pointed at my stomach the whole time and so as it was like the last thing I found and the tip was literally just touching my belly and I was like oh boy I probably should have someone check in on me in a little bit like we don't need to go back after just being at urgent care we don't need to yeah so that whole memory thing the klutzy thing yeah other than that I kind of had like a, a slower week which was fine it was it was a hard single mom dumb week like so but other otherwise we were we were good to go and by that I just mean um buddy the kid is going through um a growth spurt I'm, I'm almost positive he's going through a growth spurt so some days we're not napping like today um and sleeping for two or three hours so he's just all over the place right now and so it's just really hard to kind of gauge how to support him as best as I could during this week 
And I feel like I didn't serve you as well as I probably could have this week because when you texted me to check in on you, I think I glanced at it and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm in the middle of a Criminal Minds episode. (laughs) I'll check on you later. (laughs) I've got more important things to do right now, like get through this season (laughs) because there's 40 of them. (laughs) 12, 12 seasons. (laughs) But if you you only knew the episode that I was in at that moment... Mm was a tearjerker. And I usually don't cry during these episodes. But I think, yeah, I, this week has been hard as far as grief is concerned. And so I found myself True. like really touring te- te- She's like, I can't check in on you potentially stabbing yourself because I need to dwell on my grief. I Which know. totally, I would, if you were to text me that, I'd be like, absolutely, don't check in on me. Like, not, go through your process. Not dwell on work through oh I'm sorry work through work through yeah it's a process of course and I would have been like yes and then I would have found someone else like Rickerford and been like hey hey buddy just check in on me so in this particular or during this particular episode I'm bawling my eyes out oh like, good I love sob sessions I have them all the time ugly crying but I have to tell you coincidentally mm. the you know how they do quotes at the beginning and the end the quote oh, that they yes. had for this episode was um, oh. from Washington Irving. Mm. Quote, there is a sacredness in tears. They are not a mark of weakness, but of power. They speak more eloquently than 10,000 tongues. They are the messengers of overwhelming grief, of deep contrition, and of unspeakable love. End quote. Oh, See, that's going to that? make me tear up now. That's amazing. I might need a copy of that. I, sh- I wish I had that when there were lots, lots of times that my tears were either being judged for not being enough or being too much and just be like, there you go. Here you go. Check this out. But I think that's amazing that you had that opportunity because I think so often we kind of stuff that stuff down and we don't really embrace it. And sometimes you need like I've I've used last of the Mohicans like, oh, I feel <sighs> a cry coming on, mm-hmm. but it's not there. And then so I think that's. I think it's amazing. I mean, criminal criminal minds is a little intense, but I'm glad it that is. I'm and glad that it invokes some of that thing. I cry. Yeah, I was going to say that's either. an interesting one to. I don't know that I've ever like fully teared up at criminal minds, but I must have been going through some stuff. But I wanted which to explain is good, to the you. process. Yeah, that's why it took me an hour to text. Oh no, I was grateful. Usually, you're like every five minutes. Like, are you okay now? Are you so? I was actually okay that it took you some time. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I did ask you to check in. Yeah, I was able to like, safely get the kid into bed. <laughs> I almost stabbed myself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> probably uh, put criminal minds down. <laughs> Check in there a little bit more often. No, no, I want you to have your grief process. <laughs> I don't want anyone to have to stop their grief process to check in on me. For you? Keep what? going. No. I would. No. I don't like it. I don't like it. For reals. I know. Grief? No. Well, grief is its own thing, right? Like grief is is kind of awful, but you have to go through it. But I've had several people who have come to me and said, like, I've put my grief process aside to be available to you. And while that can be a huge honor and and can be very nice, usually my response is, please don't. Like, please, please seek whatever help you need to get through your own grief process. And, And I myself am doing the same. And it is absolutely okay that if I'm asking for help or asking for something in a moment where you cannot provide that or it would potentially prevent you from continuing your process to tell me no. And that's, that is really good for me and all my relationships. Here, here. Yeah, thanks. Cheers. I'm just going to give some clapping oh, up for you. that. I don't know if you can hear that on the microphone, but 
I'm giving her some applause. Applause, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned new things all the time. Um, I like that you have this platform to share too, because I I I learn from you. I learn from you. I also um, learn from Twitter. <laughs> you do. You want to hear you what do. I learned you from have Twitter? It, yes, you have been learning a lot from Twitter. You want to hear what I learned from Twitter yep. this week? <laughs> this week, the president of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee, mm. he made a big boo-boo. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. He said if the, <laughs> if the speaking time for women on the committee isn't restricted, then they have difficulty finishing what they have to say, which makes the meetings run long, which he then said is annoying. So women who talk a lot are annoying. But I, then I read, because of Twitter, I read that this is not the first time that he said something sexist or racist. Or we can be long-winded because we have to do the, I hope you understand if we could talk about this. and Yeah. I know. If only it were socially acceptable for us to be as when we're direct. Su- when we're su- succinct. I can't even say that. When we're succinct, it's it's uh, considered to be bad. Mm-hmm. Or not You're bad. So impressive. But- yeah, aggressive. There you go. You know what else I learned on Twitter? Mm. I learned that we should be using conditioner first. What? Yeah. So this article oh. that I read that it was actually pretty good because I had a bunch of different life hacks, like how the little hole on a on a pan handle or a pot handle is your, your brother rest. was telling us this. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this was yours, confirmed. not mine. Yeah, just my brother. Yeah, he came out of the same womb as you two. Um, but yeah. that it's a spoon rest. It is a spoon rest. That's why he got rest. the the really cool. I can't even think of the material that I got you guys for the. It's like silicone. Yeah, there you go. The silicone spoon rest that mm-hmm. you can hold multiple utensils. Genius. And he was like, "I don't know why you would get that because every pot has the hole to put your spoon in." And I was like, Built "What?" In rest. We, we were like, "What?" what? Well, in the same article with life hacks, it said we should be using conditioner first. And you start at the ends where the hair is driest yeah. and has most damage and then move up to the scalp. I'm going to try this. I have extremely, extremely thin, oily hair. So listen, then you shampoo. Yeah. And it says it, it protects the hair better from breakage as oh. well as giving better volume. Does it help with color? <laughs> Just I kidding. suppose if you have a color shampoo, it could help with color. But I don't know. Right. Like it's sulfates and all that jazz. Yeah. Um. But I tried it oh. um, two days Yeah. after reading this article. I was like, I'm going to give this a good try. The jury's still out. Oh. I've been washing my hair the same way yeah. for 40 some odd years. So two days of trying it this way, yeah. I'm still not sure. But I, I think I, I kind of like just stirring it up and like. Well, I kind of want to try it. I think I'm going to try it and see. And then we can report maybe next week on a follow up <gasps> of, of how that went. Yeah. Like Let's I said, I have week. very sensitive hair. <laughs> it's sensitive. It is. Yeah. I can't, I'm not, I actually asked our hairstylist once, like, can I be a person who goes multiple days, right? They say, don't shampoo your hair every day. Right. And I said, can I do that? And she was like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you can't. I've I'm tried. Sorry. I've tried because I have thick. You, your hair. hair it works great and i'm not supposed to wash it every day yeah apparently i tried dry shampoo i've tried sh- dry shampoo too doesn't work super well it's i mean it's yeah. enough to get me through like half the day and, and then i just look like a grease monkey we'll try time. it out this week i'm excited to try this out i like this i'm always looking for tips and tricks new life hack yeah i like it 
Um, one more thing that I learned on Twitter. Yes. Well, no, and I also heard on the radio. Oh. I think the song was released in January, and now we're in February. Um, but you guys already probably know that there's a song called Driver's License. Oh, boy. Sung by Olivia Rodrigo. And I... I mean, she has a beautiful voice. She does. She does. I kind of love this song. I like... It started when I was pulling. It was in my car, and I we was on the radio, and I was pulling into my garage. Music tastes. I had to sit in my garage and wait for the song to finish before I went inside. There's a song about getting your driver's license. No, are you kidding me? No, it I is, mean, what has happened to her entertainment? Is, like I said, she has a beautiful voice, so don't get me wrong. Did you at all listen to the words? It but is not about getting your driver's license i i am like i like make up songs in the shower and i'm like if we can get a song about a driver's license produced like man i've got some good ones it's just the type it's a love song or a breakup song or like all right do share do share okay go ahead (laughs) it's like a teenage heartbreak song about um this girl right she gets her driver's license and she's like i was so excited to tell you and i like driving through your neighborhood and by your house but you're not there because you're probably with this other chick oh like right in time for valentine's day oh <laughs> no. that'd be really hard it's like this like oh that's like, the worst like I said, when you drive to someone's heartbreak. house and you're hoping to like share with them see them and then then you find out that there was someone else okay but let's be honest here yeah how many of us have kind of done the stalkery thing about driving by the house of a former person Partner. Okay, so I haven't actually done the dri- the house drive by, um, but I have uh, done. I've totally Facebook stalked someone like post breakup, but other than that, I don't I don't do a whole lot. Okay, but now that we have Google Maps too, it's probably possible to like Google stalk a person's house too like oh, you totally. can get on google maps oh, yeah. and then like no i have i've got friends look at the street view oh yeah i've got friends who've, who've that's not weird at all right yeah uh well i mean it's a little weird but people do it <laughs> but people do it yeah totally. is it like becoming socially acceptable a little less weird well not hurting you know, anybody what was it like with d de- i mean we'll probably get into this more but what was it with dating where it was like acceptable to google people and see you know to to do a background check basically on them before you actually really get into dating them. So I suppose driving by their house. I don't know. I think that's, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Jury's out. Is this socially acceptable? Maybe we should do a poll. There you go. We'll do a poll on it. Is it socially acceptable to Google Earth someone's house? To see, although that's delayed to check up on what they're doing mm-hmm. or to drive by their house. Yeah. Yeah. And the struggle is real. Struggle is real. So Valentine's Day is coming up. It totally is. Um, and um, for the people who have dates for Valentine's Day, awesome for you. Mm-hmm. We're very excited for you. Um, for those of us for whom we don't have dates, we have our gal dates. Yeah. That's why we have Galentine's Day. Galentine's Day. Yeah. Um, dating. I'm sorry. Did you say something? Dating. Okay. Sorry. I just threw up in my mouth for a second. <laughs> what but is yeah. this situation with like social online dating and then also in a pandemic? Like, okay. So I've heard that right people now? do. I heard that people will do like pandemic date. So they have people that they will include in their pod for 
pandemic dating. Yes. And I've heard not only pandemic dating, but also pandemic relations. Oh, totally. They'll pod and they'll say, we can have relations because we're potting. Yep. Yeah. I, I find that so interesting. Um, but anyway, so I have... Yeah. I, I am not with a person at the moment. I do not have a partner. And I have a lot of like amazing, well-meaning friends who ask, like, are you dating? Are you on the social sites? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? At the moment, nothing, because I I really don't like the social apps, like for dating. I don't like that. Yeah. And I think I've said that for years and years and years, that I much prefer to meet someone through a more organic or natural way. Yeah, that is interesting that now we have this whole category of organic or natural ways to meet people. I mean, isn't that how it was always done before? Uh, True. Although, I mean, we were in our book club just reading a book. That's funny. Reading a book in a book club. Shocking. (laughs) That is what we do. (laughs) That's what you do. Um, That was mentioning dating apps and like if you have a perception of joy and finding fun in it, then it can be more rewarding. But it is, I mean, it's like a factory. You have to sift through people yeah i feel like i'm on a menu and they're like swiping 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 i hate it yeah and and when i read that in the book i was like oh i have to maybe figure out how to find joy in it but maybe if the dates that i've gotten through social media or through the social apps were any kind of awesome and personally this is me personally then maybe i would like a little bit more but i had some doozies do 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 tell do share i mean you and sean met through an app and then you got married and it was awesome it was amazing we have a number of friends who met their person their penguin through an app i was the last person that he swiped and connected with and he was one of the first ones for me yeah yeah and this is like the story time and time again that i hear so it gives me hope every time like you know i get on twice a year and i'm like oh maybe this time i'll like find my penguin yeah and um between ghosting and posting and pictures, the selfies and the pictures oh, yeah. that you have to choose to put on your profile, and then the fish and stuff. They, they have books written on this on like the formula and how to do this. Didn't you read one? Yeah, it was Aziz Ansari's um, Modern Romance. Oh, tell me. Oh, I forget. So tell me what he said. Yeah, no, it was really interesting because I was someone who would post like, look at all the cool stuff. I like, I travel and I like doing some cool things, and they were like, no. Just no. Boys like to see girls doing. Oh, well, and I guess I should say, obviously, like, given that I was married to a man that I um, prefer to date males. But they were saying that that they prefer to see kind of selfies, like cute selfies. And so honestly, what I did, um, and I think actually I did put this one up right before I met Sean. Um, and we, we met on Bumble. But um, I put my arm out to make it look like I was taking a selfie and then had Anna take the picture. I remember that. We were in my old house. I just can't take a selfie. I just can't do it. It was a Um, pretend selfie. But what was really interesting is that it said the opposite is that women are really attracted to seeing how active men are. And so the joke here in Colorado, at least, is that you got to have like um, a picture with the guy with the the shirt off uh, catching a fish skiing or snowboarding um i think there's usually one like swimming or underwater like diving or something rafting rock climbing Mm -hmm. oh and then usually with their dog (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but it right it works it's so weird um yeah weirdly enough if you post a picture of yourself with a cat as a male you'll get swiped <laughs> the wrong way yeah. they, like no one wants that and i will say like one of the things that was a, a thing for me was that um uh, so often people put in pictures of themselves in sunglasses or wearing a hat and i would i would usually swipe left because i was like right left is no mm. right okay um yeah. because i was like no i want to see what your eyes look like like you could you could be you know, looking amazing. That's going to sound horrible. You could be looking amazing um, with sunglasses and a hat on. And then I see you and I'm like, oh, not that so much. However. Misrepresented. Yes. I have a friend. We have a friend who was like, you know, talking about how superficial that is. The swiping and, and looking at the pictures. And I said, well, it's the same thing you would do, though, in a bar. If you were, if, right, if the COVID weren't happening and people were still meeting each other in bars like this, you you size people up the exact same way. You look at what they look like, how tall are they, you know, how are they dressed. You you do the exact same thing. It's do just, they have good teeth? Do they have good teeth? And what kind of shoes are they wearing? What kind of shoes are they wearing? <laughs> yes. It's awful, um, but you're so right. That is exactly yeah, what people you do. You do the same thing. And yeah, I just feel but like it is, like- it is it is hard. It does feel like a factory. And then, like you said, like right before I met Sean, you had talked about an article. I think it was an article you read where this guy went on like 80 dates before mm-hmm. he met his wife. And you do have to kind of and who knows, like the people that you meet along the way could just be preparing you for the person you're supposed to meet. That is a perspective. And I was thinking yeah. about this the other day. Like, yes, I suppose in some facets of life. It is possible that you might have to wade through a bunch of a bunch of shit in order to get to the diamond. Yeah, I don't know that I'm willing to do that. Well, which and is that's probably why have to I'm get, still single. Like I, I took out a note, a piece of notebook paper, and I wrote eighty on top of it, and I wrote, uh, like I did my little slash or whatever for the first date. I had, which was awful, which is not my worst out. I, I do want to share the worst date I've ever been on because I think that's pretty funny. Um, And then I wrote like my two for my second date and that was Sean. And then my rest was history. So I didn't have to get to 80, which I was grateful for. I mean, like we, he said the first date and I was like, Meh. and then the second date, I was like, oh man, I'm a goner. And then the third date was a sister date yeah. plus Sean. And I knew that they were both goners and all was lost. I knew they were, yeah, it was, yeah. they were both doomed in yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. My history has not been that amazing, which is, a, a, it's okay. Like yeah. my path but is But you're a right. You different. have to be like, you have to mentally be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, this is my, this is my map to get to my person. Okay, and when I opened up myself, I'm like, we're going to do this again. Yeah. Like, this is going to happen. And I opened myself up to it. And then I showed up at the person's house. And they're a foot shorter than what they look like mm. online, how they represented themselves. True. And then he was wearing a t-shirt and athletic shorts and slippers. Yeah. So, and then the very one after that, um, talk, talk, talk every day, 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 like yeah. for like 30 days and then just ghosted, disappeared. And this so, ghosting thing is something, right? We just hide behind the phones. It is weird. Yeah. It's just all so weird. So this is why I'm like dreaming about the day that I'm going to be in King Supers. <laughs> and instead of me having to climb up on the shelves to get the thing at the very top or at the, like yeah. the back of the freezer, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be like struggling to do that. And then my penguin is going to come up and be like, can I help you with that? 
And I'm going to like step back like in my monkey hanging from this thing and look and see this like amazing person. My person is just going to be right there. And I'm like, why? Yes, you can. Thank you. Yeah. And then the rest will be. And then your story will be we met in the freezer aisle. I can super. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Which is a city market grocery store. I think just putting it out there. Yeah. You just got right. And then you have to have your eyes and ears open to the possibility. All the time. Which I think that was my thing. I was totally close to it. I was like, no, it's not going to happen. And then it did. Yeah, it did. Super grateful for it. I wouldn't, no matter how things have transpired since then, I wouldn't change it. And I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful, like daily, that I got to meet him and know him. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. Okay, but before you met Mr. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Do you have any funny <laughs> stories from like um, days of yore when you were going yeah, through totally. all the stuff? Yeah. In uh Yeah, and co- I think the best one. I mean, I've had I've had some doozies, but in college, and I'll try this is kind of a long story. So I'll, I'm going to hit the highlights. Um lived in a I lived in a house in college my sophomore year with like nine other people and we used to throw these big house parties. Um of course no one was ever underage at those. Um ever and then uh meet this guy we start talking and and i'm like awesome we're gonna we're gonna go on a date we had scintillating conversation not realizing that he was um so drunk that he did not remember that we met Um, oh boy yeah so um and he asked to go see one of the um, university plays which i was kind of excited about because you know grew up culturally diverse and and enjoying that kind of stuff and so um it was the importance of being earnest had never seen it um still and i'll get to this in a second still have not seen the first half of it weird yeah shocking anyway so we go to this italian restaurant and i you know at that now i'm like please don't mess with me and my food and what i'm gonna eat but then i was like i'll have a salad um and he decided to have spaghetti and meatballs and definitely ate those spaghetti and meatballs and so we're eating and going along and I'm like hey I just want to time check you know because we were at the far side of campus had to walk across campus to get to where the play was and I said do you know what time it is and he was wearing this watch and so I'm like do you know and he's like oh I just wear this for show it's broken what no what why would you work. wear a broken watch? He's trying to impress you. I have no idea. And so I was like, oh. this is before cell phones, huh? Oh, my gosh. It was right when cell phones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, thanks. As <laughs> I catch on to that You're one. old. <laughs> they or- were just becoming more popular. So then we realized we're kind of cutting it short. And we have like seven minutes to try and get down. So we book it across campus to get to the theater only for to get there too late. And they're like, we're not letting no. you in. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So then I'm like, all right, I think, I think we should just go do something else. And he's like, no, I got, I got tickets to this. And I said, I've never seen this, but you want to go in at, at, at the intermission? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. So what do I do is I go into the ladies room and call my roommate and go, this is a disaster. And she's laughing hysterically. And she's like, I don't don't know what your problem is. Like you decided to go on a date. So, right. It's a little different when you're I don't know, in college, we'll say college age. I was 19. Uh, college age versus now when I'd be like, all right, peace out. I'm over this. So we decide to wait. And out front, this is Anna's favorite part of the story. Out front of the theater was this um, art fixture. And it was like this metal fixture. And he decided to climb it. Oh, I'm just going to pause. He decided to climb it. <laughs> so he climbs this thing and then decides as he's climbing it to tell me he's afraid of heights. Oh, and no. I'm like, 
what? Right? And I'm just standing there like, oh, my gosh, how do I get out of this? Poor guy. Um, So he gets to the top of it, and he's kind of wavering a little bit, and he's freaking himself out because he's afraid of heights, and then he's trying to get down. So he decides to get down differently than the way he got up. So he tries <laughs> to – I know. He tries to um go vertically down instead of like he had kind of climbed at an angle up on top of us but he decides to try and squeeze himself vertically down from this art structure and he gets stuck oh no that's right he got stuck and i literally looked at him and i was like do i need to call a fire department to help you get out of this and as he's trying to wriggle himself out of this his shirt gets stuck and so he's just trying to like get himself down um, not as slim and fit as I thought. That's okay, right? People of all different shapes and sizes. Um, but now he's like, his arms are above his head and he's stuck and he's like trying to figure out how to get out of this. And I'm like trying to pull out the brick of a cell phone I have to call 911 to see if the fire department to come get him out. And then, um, his shirt like basically helped him get out because it almost went over his head. And so he's like, wow, that was a close one. I'm like, of course that <laughs> was a close, close one. one. Like, jeez, um, right? And so um, so I went to school in Seattle, and there's a major airport just south of Seattle. And so it turns out that right over the university is where all the planes, like, turn around to go land. And so we're just, like, in a big open it's red square is what it's called, in the middle of campus waiting for this play for intermission so we can go in and see it. And he – um. He looks up and he goes, did you just see that? Did I just see what? What? What did, did I just see what? And he goes, did you see that plane? <laughs> yes. That plane that just flew over. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I did. They like turn around and go back to the airport from here. Wow, that was cool. I just saw that plane. Oh, okay. Literally goes, did you see that again? There was another one. Well, get, yes, this is the flight plan. They turn around here and then go and land. This went on probably for another like five or seven minutes. There's another one. Yeah, there's another one. It's an airport. It's an airport. He was so excited. I, you know, I have to give it, maybe he was nervous. Who knows, right? So we get a chance to go in to the importance of being earnest, intermission, um, but we can't sit together. So we're in oh my God. two different rows. Two different places. Well, every time there was a laughing portion of this play, he turned around to look to see if I was laughing. (laughs) Well, half the time I don't know what I'm laughing at because I missed the whole first (laughs) part of the play. And so I was like, okay. So, okay. So then the play gets over and I'm like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. We are walking back. And it turns out this guy is like best friends with our neighbor. So he knew like, he hung out with our neighbor all the time, but we're walking back, um, to, um, my house and we, I think spring break was coming up. I think that's what it was like. Spring break was coming up and he was asking what we're doing. And I said something about a road trip. I said, I think we're going to do a road trip. And he's like, Oh man, I went on a road trip once. I said, awesome. He goes, yeah, we stopped one time and, uh, I got a big gulp and I drank (laughs) the whole thing. And I said, Oh, did you? Yeah. Big gulps. Yeah. Those are good. Right. And he's like, yeah. And then I really had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, oh, that's the worst. And he goes, yeah, my friends wouldn't let me go. (laughs) Here I am, like, walking, waiting for the punchline. And I said, oh, did you stop? No, they wouldn't let me go. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, that's a a big bummer. So we get all the way to my house. 
And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And we get to my porch. And he um, he looks at me and he goes, I'm just so glad I met you because I've been waiting to meet my soulmate. Oh, boy. And I literally opened, like, threw open the door to my front house. And I was like, thank you so much. Have a good night. And <laughs> shut the door and <laughs> into my room. See and that's you what. Never. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. The kid is is wondering what's going on. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that was like the worst. Yeah, my worst date story ever. And he, because he was best friends with my neighbor, he kept coming to my neighbor's house, and then he would come over. And after that, he kept knocking on my door. And I literally one time was like walking by the front door as he knocked, and uh, right did not know how to handle things. And I I had like tried telling him I didn't think it would work out, kind of thing. Um, not very clearly or well because he kept coming back to the house. But um, yeah, so one day I actually had to like drop down and crawl down the hallway because <laughs> like, I'm not sure you're not getting the hint, but we're, we're not soulmates. This is probably my favorite dating story of yours. Oh, Just yeah. imagining this kid, like this poor kid stuck in an art <laughs> structure, like his shirt above his head. Yeah. And he's just trying to impress you with this fake watch. Not- I can't even handle it. I'm hoping he's suave now. I've had some really, I was thinking about this. I've had some interesting situations where I've been on other dates and had to let people know that I was not interested in them. And for years after, there was like one guy in particular, like when he met his wife, he literally called, it had been years since we had talked. I don't even, he called me to tell me that he met the woman of his dreams. And I was like, that's fantastic. And then he called me to let me know when they were engaged and then when they were married and then when they were having a kid. And I thought it was like the weirdest, like, obviously I think I had hurt him. So he wanted to make sure that I knew because every time he would ask me like, are you married? Do you have kids? And I was like, nope, nope. Just doing my thing. I'm so happy for you. But obviously like there something. You left an impression with him apparently. Apparently. Look at me, I got married. Yes, good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very proud for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, great. That's wonderful. I'm glad you found your penguin. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I was thinking about when you were talking about your story is how I think one of the best dates that I've ever had was actually, like, um, when the dude packed a picnic and a blanket and took me to this park that was near the airport, and we watched planes fly over and oh. drink wine and had this picnic it was actually real romantic and I didn't he play it. guitar for you he did that's so romantic it was like and i didn't even tell him that like oh i think that's really cool like he just did it he yeah. just knew he that just that knew. was gonna be amazing yeah and it was and i loved it yeah all right well i love these stories and yeah. i think people are weird and when it comes and to feel romance, free you guys like if you have some fun stories share them with us because that's I think that's really, like, good and bad. I mean. Like, what are your best stories and what are your worst stories? I think it's always fun to hear people's stories. Yeah, it's a journey, so it's kind of fun to get through all that. And people are awesome. Yeah. You know who's awesome? Sean T. Wyman. Sean T. Wyman. So we're going to do the Sean T. Wyman joke of the day. Yeah, let's do it. Are you ready for this? It's an interactive one. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mustache. Mustache who? I must ask you a question, but I'll <laughs> shave it for later. Oh I'll shave it for later. <laughs> oh, that is pretty boy, fantastic. Guys. That's a good one. I like that. Me too. Yeah. All right. Our affirmator. So in the theme of Valentine's Day, we've got some love. <gasps> oh. Yeah. 
Uh, love is a many splendored thing. Today I will notice and appreciate at least three of those splendors, like the fact that puppies make me feel like a parent or a dog or a toddler, or the surge of self-congratulation I feel when I sink a three-point trash basket shot on the first try. Heck Totes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or how about the chills I get while singing along to, I'm trying to think of a good song to it. Um, driver's license. Huh? Yes, driver's <laughs> license. There you go. How about the chills I get while singing along to driver's license? Yeah, that's I want right. to dance with somebody. Whitney Houston. Mm, yeah. Or any mm-hmm. T-Swift song, you know. Mm, T-Swift. Cardigan. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Love it. Good job. Thanks for the affirmator. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we are full of love for you now and always. Thinking about you week. on this Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day weekend coming up. Yep. Um, we're so honored again that you've listened to us and subscribed to us. And Yeah, please, if you feel up for it, leave us a five-star review. Um, we're always, you know, and if you have some suggestions or if there are topics you're looking for, like we're open to it right now um, as we're as we're growing and learning about this. So it'd be awesome to hear from y'all. Heck yeah. And we love like just spending the day with you and cheersing with you. And we hope that you're sipping some wine or beer or whiskey, whatever, maybe water <laughs> or fizz um, <laughs> while you're hanging out with us. We just appreciate you and love you and hope yeah. you have a great week. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Why didn't you say bye? Because I thought you said, did a great job saying bye. <laughs>It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.